Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With the widest choice of PPE. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your uh, Thursday morning, the 12th of October, 2023. Daniel Pedro back in the chair with you for the second last one of the week, broadcasting through SEN 11.70am in Sydney, SENQ 693am in Brisbane, and SEN 1620am on the Gold Coast, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, 01 11 70, our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736, and that's all before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. And uh, for our listeners in Queensland, you'll have the first hour of Vossi and Brandy, and then it'll be Padden Heels along from 6am local time. Lots to get through this morning. Plenty of rugby league news around. We've got the cricket Australia in action tonight against South Africa. There was cricket last night. We'll get to all of that. Bit of tennis news, bit of horse racing news as well as we build up to the Everest. So plenty to get across. Also, Chris Perkins will join me in about 15 minutes time to give us all the latest from America as well. So plenty on our agenda as usual for your Thursday morning. one three hundred oh one eleven. 70 our open line number or you can text 0457 736 736 The Hot Topic thanks to Rheem, built tough for Aussie conditions, when it comes to water heating ask your plumber to install a Rheem Yes, except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. Before we get stuck into the news of the day, we've mentioned this a couple of times over the past 10 or so days. Today, when we speak to Chris, along with all the American news, and happy for you to fire in a text, any question for him uh, that you want to ask him throughout the course of our chat. But we're also going to start our endeavour to find him a rugby league team. We've been getting his tips right throughout the season, and now it is time uh, for him to jump on board. He watched the Panthers Broncos grand final 10 or 11 days ago, and he's ready to get an NRL team. So, the way we're going to do it, we're going to do only one a week. We've got plenty of time. Uh, one a week. Um, and we're going to start. I, I thought about starting at the top with the Penrith Panthers, but that's, that's a bit too obvious. Let's give him the chance. Let's go from the wooden spooners up. So, today, we need to convince. Chris, why it is good or would be good to support the West Tigers? Now, I know that is a little tricky. So what I want from you, if you are a Tigers fan, firstly, 0457 736 736, text in, tell us why it is great to support the Tigers. If you're not a Tigers fan, give us some pros and cons for Chris that I can give to Chris when we chat to him on why he should support the Tigers or why he shouldn't support the Tigers. I'm a bit worried about what sort of text we're going to get, but I'm happy to get all of them because we need to pass all the information on to Chris. So 0457 736 736 
or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Maybe if you're going to call, hold off until Chris is on the line. But if you're a Tigers fan, why do, why do you support the Tigers? Um, look, the Tigers have been the West Tigers for since what ninety nine two thousand. Um, so I'd like to know why you ended up supporting them. You can tell us that. But why is it so great to support the Tigers? And pros and cons of why Chris should or shouldn't support the West Tigers. Interesting. 0457 736 736, our text number, or jump on the open line, 1300 01 1170. We'll get to all of that when we have a chat with Chris a little later on, but let's get to the news of the day at four and a half past five, four and a half past four in Queensland. And we will start with Rugby League, back page of today's Daily Telegraph. Uh, and the New South Wales State of Origin coaching position has been a uh, talking point, not just over the past fortnight, but really over the past three months since the Origin Series was done and dusted. We know Brad Fittler stepped down a couple of weeks ago. John Cartwright's name has been mentioned. Another name now mentioned and potentially a leading contender is Michael Maguire uh, to take over the job of coaching the New South Wales State of Origin team. His name has gained major traction over the past 48 hours to the point where he currently sits on a shortlist of just three rival applicants to take over the Blues. Now, they were inundated, 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 with, inundated with applicants, easy for me to say. The New South Wales Rugby League are closer than ever before on appointing their replacement to former Blues coach Brad Fittler. So ex-New South Wales coach Laurie Daly has made no secret of his desire to help the Blues in their time of need and therefore remains part of the high-level discussion. Broncos assistant John Cartwright, as I mentioned, has also been given some support. However, Maguire has... Um, now being basically the favourite with the key figures pushing for the coach affectionately known as Madge. Uh, It has been, uh, the Daily Telegraph has been told by several key sources that Maguire's NRL coaching experience is a key motivation behind his sudden elevation up the picking order for the prize role. The New South Wales Rugby League Board discussed the coaching vacancy at a phone hookup uh, on Tuesday where it is understood all eight were considered. But Michael Maguire is the favourite. It would only be a 12-month contract, though, um, which would be interesting. It was put, that was put forward to Brad Fittler as well, and that was rejected by Brad Fittler. So we'll see what happens with Michael Maguire. Now, we know Michael Maguire is the current New Zealand Test coach. He's also the Canberra Raiders assistant coach. Um, would more than likely need to step down from each of his posts to take over the hot seat of the Blues. We know Ricky Stewart has also has already knocked back the chance to coach New South Wales. What do you reckon, Michael McGuire? Look, his name, when I brought this up two weeks ago, his name was one of the ones floated on this text line uh, and around the different social medias, different media uh, organisations. Uh, John Cartwright has received a lot of support, as I say. Laurie Daly um, has received some support. It seems at the moment that it is down to those three. There may be another one in the wings. Jeff Toovey's name has been mentioned as well. But if you were going to pick out of John Cartwright, Michael Maguire, Laurie Daly, if it is just down to those three, who would be your pick for the New South Wales State of Origin coach? And also, I mean, it is a great job, uh, high-pressure job. It is only a 12-month contract, though. So... Here's a lot of pressure. If it is Michael McGuire to say, okay, once this international series is done, the Pacific Championships are done, you step down from the New Zealand job, 
You also stepped down for the Raiders' assistant coach, coaching job. And then you only have a 12-month contract to prove yourself to be able to get the series win and get another, you'd say, at least another year, maybe a couple of years. Or maybe it all doesn't depend on the series win. Maybe it's how competitive they are. It's a risk for Michael McGuire. If you were Michael McGuire, would you take that risk? Would you roll the dice? And would you say, yeah, okay, thanks, New Zealand. Thanks, Canberra. I want to coach New South Wales. Now, no doubt the job of coaching New South Wales is a great position, one of the highly sought-after positions in rugby league. But it's a risk. Would you take that risk if you were Michael McGuire? If you had to leave the Canberra job, if you had to leave the New Zealand job, a 12-month contract for New South Wales, would you take that risk? And is Michael McGuire the man for the job? Do you want to see Michael Maguire coaching New South Wales, or do you think it should be John Cartwright, Laurie Daly, if it is just down to those three? one 300 0147 Now, at eight and a half past five, South Sydney. A lot of talk, and we were talking about this yesterday, about Keon Kolomatangi. Well, he is set to sign a mega extension with the Rabbitohs after a breakthrough in negotiations only weeks before the powerhouse back row was due to hit the open market. Um, the Rabbitohs held further talks with uh, Kalamatangi's representatives this week, and it is understood they have done enough to keep him at the club for at least another three years. It means he will remain a Rabbitoh until at least the end of 2027, and it also ensures he will remain out of the clutches of the Dragons, the Raiders, and the West Tigers, who are all eager to open negotiations with Kalamatangi at the start of November. Talks between Kalamatangi and the Rabbitohs intensified in recent days as the club looked to finalise um, the signing prior to his departure for the UK, where he'll be playing for Tonga. He's played 82 NRL games for the Rabbitohs since making his debut in 2020, played Origin this year as well. He said, I obviously haven't spoken to anyone. At this stage, I'm not allowed to speak to anyone until November 1. Hopefully, we can sort something out with the Rabbitohs, but if not, it is what it is. We'll see how things go when I'm back, but it is looking likely that he will remain at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which is a big get get for the Rabbitohs. As I said, uh, the Tigers, the Dragons, the Raiders were all after Kalamantangi. There was rumours that the Roosters were interested as well. So if South Sydney can get that over the line and keep him there until at least the end of 2027, that is a very, very... Uh, good move, very good move for South Sydney and helps them boost their future as well after what was a pretty disappointing season in this season had just gone. Uh, just on South Sydney as well, at 10 and a half past five, uh, 10 and a half past four in Queensland, uh, on a more serious note, uh, they released a statement yesterday addressing uh, the club legend Nathan Merritt's condition after he was put on life support after an apparent adverse reaction to medication. In his statement, uh, South Sydney, in their statement, sorry, South Sydney revealed Merritt's family provided a positive update on the former Rabbitohs condition. So they said yesterday, out of respect for the privacy of Nathan and the Merritt family, uh, the Instagram statement reads, the Rabbitohs and South's cares have chosen not to comment on his situation up until now. We are so happy to hear directly from his immediate family that Merritt's condition is improving. He is being looked after by the best medical uh, Doc, medical doctors, and he is in the thoughts of everyone connected to the Rabbitohs. 
It will be a slow recovery, but it's a battle he's in with all of our support. Keep fighting hard with that, with that South Sydney spirit. Now, the statement comes after France revealed Merritt's medical condition has slightly improved. Uh, one friend said Nathan is still serious and he's not out of the woods, but there is a slight improvement. There are some encouraging signs which are good. His lung capacity has increased. Hopefully, he can get a little bit better every day. We know Joshua Dakar, Anthony Mondine, among others, have been visiting Nathan Merritt uh, regularly. So as we said on Monday, uh, let's hope uh, he pulls through. Let's hope uh, it looks like it's going to be a long road ahead for him, but let's hope it all works out okay. And as I said on Monday, let's hope it's just all positive news from here. And once again, our thoughts are with Nathan Merritt's family and friends through this very, very tough time, 12 and a half past five. Cricket, and uh, Paul Dennett is, well, he was going to join me today, but he said, no, what he'll do, uh, he's going to, at great expense uh, to mainly, basically his sleeping patterns more than anything else. He's going to jump on the line with me tomorrow post the Australia-South Africa game. Well, that game will finish probably about 3.30 in the morning at New South Wales time, and he'll be on at 5.30. So really uh, pulling his weight for the show, Paul Dennett. Good on him. But uh, Australia in action against South Africa tonight. There was a game last night as well between India and Afghanistan. India won by eight wickets off their 50 overs. Afghanistan, a decent total, actually, mate. Eight for 272. So a competitive uh, Afghanistan. But India at home, way too good. Only losing two wickets in the run chase. In fact, they got the 273 runs needed off just 35 overs. So another win for India. Another strong performance, only losing two wickets. So ended up winning by eight wickets. That's a very, very good performance by India. Meanwhile, uh, in terms of the Australian team, Cameron Green is set to lose his World Cup spot to Marcus Stoinis amid fears the Australian superstar is mentally, mentally and physically exhausted. An underwhelming Ashes series, which ended in him being dropped for the last test, has now filtered into a sluggish lead-in to the World Cup campaign in India, where he has looked out of sorts through the warm-up games. Now, there are concerns inside Australian cricket circles uh, that the talented 24-year-old and the future of the team is fried from essentially being on the road for eight and a half months this year. Green is set to be replaced by Stoinis in Australia's lineup to face South Africa in the second World Cup match tonight. And the young all-rounder is now facing the challenge of having to rejuvenate himself and his game from outside the top team. Um, yeah, really, really interesting uh, at the start of the year, Green signed his stunning 3.15 million IPL deal with the Mumbai Indians. He's been away for, what, eight and a half months. And it's an interesting one. And we'll talk to Paul Dennett about this tomorrow in the recap of the cricket tonight, whatever happens. We know, look, it's a good job um, and they love it, but we know it can be tricky when they're away for so long. Now, he signed that deal uh, in the EPI, EPL, of course, we had the Ashes. We've now got the World Cup. But being away from home for eight and a half months, I know there's people that have a lot of harder job for him uh, for, to work. But still, eight and a half months away, that's hard. Um, interesting to see uh, what happens there. Seems like Marcus Donuts will come in for Cameron Green. Do you have any sympathy for Cameron Green? Uh, if he is, actually, if that is true, and he is mentally and physically exhausted from being away, what do you reckon? 24 years of age. We know he's very talented, Cameron Green. Hasn't probably had his best year for Australia. Do you have any sympathy for Cam Green? Eight and a half months away. It is a long time to be away from family and friends, especially this year. Marcus Doinis to come in. And on the cricket, 
Do Australia bounce back tonight? Will you be watching it tonight, at least bits of it? At least maybe the first innings. Does Australia win tonight? Um, Paul did text me through his tip uh, in advance of our conversation with him uh, tomorrow on the show, which we're very much looking forward to. And he said, and he said it's a pretty tricky one, but he says, my tip is whoever bowls first will win. So he's hoping Australia bowl first. We'll see what happens. Do Australia bounce back tonight or do South Africa win? And will you be watching? Because there's been this discussion this week, hasn't there, about interest in the one-day World Cup and in one-day cricket. Will you be watching the one-day World Cup and Australia tonight against South Africa? There's some horse racing news. Everest not too far away, a couple of days away. There's some tennis news as well, which we'll get to after the break. But what you text this morning, we're going to have a chat with Chris Perkins after the next break about all things American sport. But we're going to find him an NRL team. And we're doing one a week, and we're going to start from the wooden spooners up. So, Tigers fans, why is it so good to support the Tigers? Why did you become a Tigers fan? And other people who don't support the Tigers, although Tigers fans can do this as well, give me some pros and give me some cons of supporting the West Tigers. Why Chris should or shouldn't support the West Tigers. Already a few texts there we'll get to when we have a chat with Chris. Happy to have any more and any other questions for Chris. Happy for you to flick them in right now. Michael Maguire, the leading contender to take over from Brad Fittler at the New South Wales Origin job. Firstly, would Michael Maguire be your man? Out of Michael Maguire, John Cartwright, Laurie Daly, they're the three big names at the moment. Would you be picking Michael Maguire? And if you were Michael Maguire... Looks like he's only going to be offered a 12-month contract, but would have to leave his New Zealand job and also the Raiders' assistant job. Would you do that if you were him? Would you take that risk? Would you roll the dice? And the cricket, are you going to be watching tonight? Does Australia win? Does Australia bounce back? And will you be tuning in tonight at 7.30 tonight to watch Australia up against South Africa? It's all part of our Makita Power Play this morning. Uh, the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power without limits. The professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation and power, as I say, without limits. Plenty of text there. I'll get to them after the break. Chris Perkins as well. It is 18 past five in New South Wales, 18 past four in Queensland. This is Tradies News in a nutshell on your Thursday morning. Twenty-two and a half past five. Twenty-two and a half past four in Queensland. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Asking you this morning, uh, Michael Maguire seems to be favourite for the New South Wales job at this stage, alongside Laurie Daly and also uh, John Cartwright. Asking, is Michael Maguire the man to take the job? And also, and whilst you can have your feelings on that. It does seem like it's only going to be a 12-month contract, which Brad Fittler turned down. And also, he's going to have to give up, if he does become New South Wales coach, it looks like he'll have to give up the New Zealand job and also the Canberra Raiders assistant job. Would you roll the dice if you're a Michael Maguire? Those jobs, I'm not going to say they're cushy, they'd still be hard work. But I'd say they would be a bit easier than the New South Wales job and would be more guaranteed, you'd think, than the New South Wales job too. Uh, would you would you like to see him coach, but would you roll uh, the dice? The cricket, you're going to be watching tonight. Cam Green looks like he's going to be replaced by Marcus Stornis. Apparently, according to reports, Cam Green physically, mentally exhausted after eight and a half months on the road this year. What do you reckon? Do Australia bounce back tonight against South Africa after their loss to India? 
I don't know. It's it's going to be another tough one for Australia. We'll find out. You're going to be watching tonight. And also, we're going to have a chat with Chris Perkins in just a second. Asking you this morning, we're going to find Chris a rugby league team. Um, and we'll give you a bit more time to text this in. We'll do it after the next break. We've got a few texts already on it. Pros and cons, and we start, we're starting from the bottom up. We're starting uh, with the Tigers. Um, so we're going to go from the Tigers up right throughout the summer, and by the time we get to March, the first weekend of March, Chris will have a rugby league team. If you're a Tigers fan, why did you become a Tigers fan? Why do you love the Tigers so much? And if you're not a Tigers fan, pros and cons of being a Tigers fan. Why should Chris be a Tigers fan? Why should Chris not be a Tigers fan? We'll get to that in a second. Just a couple of texts before that on the New South Wales origin coaching situation. This is from Tim. He says, I would love to see Michael Maguire coach the Blues. However, I don't see him stepping down from his role with New Zealand and the Raiders. Cheers, Tim. Well, it does seem like that is what is going to have to happen if he does become coach. And this one from Gary Dan, it's definitely not Laurie Daly. He's been there before for only one series win and four series losses. I like Jeff Toovey for Origin Coach. Yeah, look, Jeff Toovey's name, whilst it's been mentioned in bits and pieces, it hasn't really been mentioned in terms of being an actual contender, not yet anyway. I I probably, when it was first announced, Jeff Toovey would have been at the top of my list, but it seems like it's a race in three at the moment. John Cartwright, Michael Maguire, Laurie Daly, your thoughts. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Good news for the Australian Open as well. I know we're still a few months away from it. Uh, Nick Kyrgios looks like he'll be playing, but you never quite know with Nick. And Rafa's going to come back out for another year. 37 years of age. A lot of talk about retirement for him, but it looks like he will be playing at next year's Australian Open, uh, which starts, as we touched on last week with Matty Cox, not on a Monday, but on a Sunday, a 15-day tournament. 25 and a half past five in New South Wales, 25 and a half past four in Queensland. Let's do this for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. Keep the test coming in on the New South Wales origin coaching role, the cricket. And why should Chris, or why shouldn't Chris, be a West Tigers fan? Chris Perkins, good morning to you. You know, it's amazing how uh, a throwaway bit that we decided to do spur of the moment has turned into a thing that's going to stretch through the offseason. Well, good morning. Uh, good morning. We keep the rugby league content going in any way, shape, or form, to be honest. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Listen, it's kind of like us over here with the NFL. The NFL is 24-7-365 in the United States, even in the middle of the offseason. That's the way it is. Well, we will get to the West Tigers and why you should be a Tigers fan after the next break. There's heaps of text coming through on the pros, the cons, and why you should be a Tigers fan. Uh, we'll get to okay. all of that. Text here from Steve. He says, good morning, Dan and Chris. Love all the updates from Chris. It's great. The only thing... I Thank want you. this morning or have for this morning for Chris is go the Rangers. Cheers, Steve, the Colleton Bulldogs. There you go. Nice text from uh, Steve to start things off this morning, Chris. Well, I want to know which Rangers. Well, yes, uh, Steve, text There's back in. There's a couple of them. Mm, which yeah, one? Clarify this. New York, New York Rangers or Texas Rangers? Yes, okay. The Texas Rangers are, we'll, we'll get into it here in a second. Mm. Texas Rangers are having a nice year. 
All right, all right. Been a nice October so far. Steve, text back in. Let us know what ranges you mean. You might mean the Glasgow ranges, but that probably wouldn't make too much sense. Hey, Chris, before we get to yeah. some news about the NHL and the baseball, we were having a discussion on Monday. I think it was this Monday. Just gone about the fact mm-hmm. that you were sort of surprised that there hasn't been much or any advertising for the NRL games coming up in March next year in Vegas. And you said that it would be good to target the local market. Um, yesterday on the breakfast show through 1170 in Sydney with Fossey and Brandy, we had a call uh, suggesting that maybe one way the NRL could advertise the uh, two games that are going to be played there is purchase an ad in the Super Bowl. Then we looked up how much the Super Bowl, a 30-second ad in the Super Bowl (laughs) would be, and it was around $7.5 million. Um, Do you think it would be worth it for the NRL to spend that $7.5 million for 30 seconds, or do you think there's other ways they could advertise the games? It would certainly maximize eyeballs because the Super Bowl is the most watched television show in america every year Mm. by a country mile it's the most watched tv show over here each and every year in fact uh, like the top 20 programs on television every year in the united states at least 19 of them are nfl games of some variety Mm. could be a playoff game could be a regular a massive regular season game whatever a super bowl ad would maximize eyeballs no doubt the problem is when are they playing the game in Vegas? The week after the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah, it's uh, a not, little late, isn't it? That'd yeah, be a little late. Yeah, it's not a week after. The Super Bowl is, what, the 11th of February, something like that, um, somewhere around there. The NRL games are the 2nd of March. So there is a few weeks, okay, so but, it is, but it is very close together, yeah. That, that is leaving it very late, and you're talking about people from around the country making plans to fly in. I mean, they see the ad, they're like, ooh, i got to check this out. Well, I mean, you know, if you're in, in Chicago, okay, mm. you got to get flights. Flights aren't cheap that close. Hotel reservations. I mean, you know, Vegas has plenty of hotel space, but a lot goes on in Vegas. Yes. So yes. you, you got to allow people to make plans. That, that $7.5 million, mm. um could probably be spread out a little bit more mm. and 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 started earlier mm. so you can get more people out there because I mean, we're talking about trying to fill a 65,000 seat stadium for two rugby games. Yeah. You know, sports that hasn't been played over here. Yeah, 12 thousand tickets or so already sold. Uh, look, I had a quick look uh, last week um, about flights and accommodation. It's not cheap. Um, and for look, I, I, I suppose for people travelling from Australia, look, there would be the element of people that are going for two or three weeks and might go all across America. There would be that element of people that are only going to Vegas and back only for five nights. So for five nights, it's not a cheap, uh, and I know there'll be people doing it, but it's not a cheap thing to be doing. Um, I suppose if you live in America, clearly you don't have to worry about overseas flights and people are making their way to Vegas, but you're still going to play, pay for accommodation. So, uh, yes or no, would you be right. paying for the Super Bowl ad or not? I, I would say no on that, just because you're leaving it so late at that point. Okay. All right. Fair enough. There's oh. better ways to use that money. Yes, uh, and we'll see what they do with that over the next few months. Hopefully they ramp up advertising shortly. All right, let's move on. NHL uh, season opener. 
Yeah, opening night last night had three games, had a triple header mm. uh, on ESPN. I uh, do want to make note before I get into the games, uh, a, a face and a voice was definitely missing from ESPN's coverage last night. Barry Melrose, longtime NHL analyst on ESPN, basically for the decade and a half they didn't have the NHL on ESPN. He was about the only voice talking hockey on, on, on that network. Uh, he announced his retirement from ESPN yesterday. Uh, he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So he's taken, he's stepping away to take care of his health and, and spend time with his family. But uh, his uh, face and his voice definitely will be missed on, on hockey coverage this season and beyond because he was an absolute legend. Former L.A. Kings coach, um, led them to a Stanley Cup final back in 1993 when he was coaching Wayne Gretzky on, on the L.A. Kings uh, and then became, you know, I would say more famous as an analyst. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you, if you've seen him, you, you recognize him immediately. The slick back hair, the nice suits, you know, the and, and just a great personality. But, yeah, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll definitely be missed on the mm-hmm. coverage. But the games last night, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, I'll kind of go in reverse order, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, defending Stanley Cup champions, raised their banner uh, to to the rafters of T-Mobile Arena, their their first uh, championship in franchise history in just their sixth year of existence. And then they went out and thumped the Seattle Kraken 4-1. So a good night all around in Vegas for, for the Golden Knights fans. Uh, the middle game, you had the, one of the most hyped debuts in recent NHL memory, Connor Bedard, the uh, number one overall draft pick of the Chicago Blackhawks, solid, not spectacular game, had an assist, had five shots on goal. Blackhawks beat the Penguins in in Pittsburgh four to two last night. It was really a strange sight as well because in mean, Pittsburgh they love their hockey, but they love their football more. The crowd at uh, the arena they broke out into a chant of "Fire Canada." As in Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That, uh, that's how much football means in, in the city of Pittsburgh. Probably a weird <laughs> feeling, though. Uh, mm. Half the players on the ice were probably going, why do you hate my country so much? <laughs> yes. You're chanting probably fire Canada. Mm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Might have put them off. And the opening game, exactly. And the opening game, Tampa Bay beat uh Beat uh, Nashville five three in the uh, opening game late yesterday afternoon. So the uh, NHL underway, eighty two games for every team, and then they have the playoffs to go for the Stanley Cup. Eighty two ga- eight. Game. Sorry, sorry, eighty two games. Yes, eighty two games the- in the NHL regular season, yeah, yeah. and then tack on twenty twenty five playoff games for a Stanley Cup champion. That is a lot of hockey you have to play, and hockey is not a team sport. That's a, that is a lot of games. That's as you okay. Uh, Nate, uh, before we break, the latest on the baseball. What's happening there? Yeah, Major League Baseball. I mentioned the Texas Rangers having a uh, good October. Uh, just, uh, just sorry, just on, out. just on that as well. Steve's been back in contact. It is the Texas Rangers he's yes. uh, talking about. Okay. Yeah, go the Rangers. Then they uh, swept out the. Uh, the um, uh, Baltimore Orioles out of the playoffs in the divisional series, seven one in Game Three last night. They win the series three games to none. Texas on to the American League Championship Series for the first time since 2011. They'll play the winner of the uh, Houston Astros Minnesota Twins series. Houston leads that series two games to one after a nine one win 
yesterday in uh, up in Minnesota. Game four of that series, by the way, is set for tonight up in up in the uh, Twin Cities. And then uh, two other games: the National League games, uh, Atlanta. Series tied 1-1 with the Phillies. That game starts in about two and a half hours. And then late tonight, the Arizona Diamondbacks chance to knock out the L.A. Dodgers, the 100-plus win L.A. Dodgers out of the playoffs. Uh, Arizona leads the series two games to none with game three tonight out in Phoenix. All right, perfect. Text before I break this from the Chook Man. Morning, Dan and Perko. Are you happy with Perko? Have you ever been, do you get called Perko? Uh, works for me. Works for you? Works for me. Australian is my name all you want. I am good with it. Okay, good. He says the 49ers juggernaut rolls on. Yeah, we'll talk a bit of NFL after the break. Uh, and he yep. said, uh, in terms of the cricket, send uh, Cam Greed home and bring over Nathan Lyon. Uh, well, that is a possibility. Uh, thank you, Chookman. Chris, stay there after the break. We'll touch on some NFL and college football, but we're going to start your hunt for an NRL team, and we're going to start with the West Tigers. You are right to hang around there? I am good. I got nothing else to do right now. Perfect. Sounds good. Thankful for that as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Last chance. Why should Chris be a Tigers fan? If you are a Tigers fan, explain why it's so good to be a Tigers fan. Why you became a Tigers fan? And if you're not a Tigers fan, or if you are, what's the pros and cons of being a Tigers fan? Why should Chris be a Tigers fan? Why shouldn't Chris be a West Tigers fan? Plus, Michael McGuire, is he your pick for the New South Wales job? And the cricket tonight, does Australia win? All for the Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation and power without limits. More with Chris Perkins on the other side of this. It's 23-6, in Queensland. Nice to have your company. We are here for Red Smoke Alarms. Think redsmokealarms.com.au. And Amare Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Having a chat with Chris Perkins, who is on the line. All right, Chris, you ready uh, to find an NRL team? Let's, let's start the process. I have my pen out. I have my little mm. notebook out. I am taking notes. All right. Well, I'll give you a couple of facts about the West Tigers. So the West Tigers uh, okay. is a merged club. So it used to be two different clubs, the Belmine Tigers and the West Magpies. And they uh, merged together in 2000 as uh, one entity. They've won one competition. So I probably put that as a tick. Uh, probably as a cross as that was back in 2005. Uh, they haven't made the finals for a long, long time now. Um, and they've been wooden spooners the past couple of years. In fact, uh, last year they finished 16th, as in 2022 they finished 16th, and everyone thought they couldn't go down further. Uh, they actually did because of the introduction of the 17th team. They managed to finish 17th. But never fear. Don't let that put you off. Here's some text to help you decide. You ready for these? All right, let's go. All right, Big G says on the text, Morning, Dan. Sorry, can't help Chris this morning. Mum taught me that if you can't say something positive, don't say anything at all. Uh, Cheers, Big G. Uh, Good start, good start. However, there is this one. No name on it, but ends in 061. Here we go. It's quite a long text, but I'll read it. Okay, so why should Chris support the Tigers? He says, well, they say, I was originally a Belmain fan, so lots of history there. The same with Western Suburbs, the merged clubs. Number two, the home ground at Leichhardt Oval. 
probably some of the best atmosphere you'll get around Sydney, especially at a suburban ground. I have to say, Leichhardt Oval, very, very good place. A little Google, Chris. Very nice, very nice. Especially at a suburban ground. Number three, having Benji Marshall. Now, Benji Marshall, Chris, is a West Tigers legend. Great player. Was part of the 2005 Premiership winning side. Back in the fold, he's now going to be the coach. Back in the fold is going to be exciting and a side of good things to come, as well as some other coaching staff that they've recruited through the off-season. Now, that's about all I've got at the moment, but I think that's enough to get him over the line. That's a bit more positive, isn't it, Chris? That, that is a very positive text. Mm. Uh, and I, I like hearing about the good atmosphere because, mm. listen, you know, my soccer team, St. Louis City, mm. you want to talk atmosphere, I love a, a, a great crowd environment. Mm, and it holds how much to like for a game? 18, yeah, 17, 18,000, I think. Like, it, it, when it is rocking, it is rocking. It's a great crowd. Uh, a few more texts before I get you to decide. This one, no name on it, but ends in 397. A positive for being a Tigers fan, they're always in the news. A negative for being a Tigers fan, they're always in the news. Uh, thank you. Uh, this text from. Oh, that one coming. Yes. This text from James, he says, pros for being a Tigers fan. You will guarantee you won't have any plans in September for finals footy. Yep, thank you. Add the final one before <laughs> we get you to make your decision. Uh, number ending in 104. Pros, you'll be around for the glory years. Cons, there won't be any glory years. So after all of <laughs> after all of that from our wonderful listeners and a little bit of brief history on the West Tigers, are the West Tigers going to be your NRL team? from 2024 onwards? Yes or no, Chris? I, I would tell you they would be a candidate. Oh, okay. And, and here's why. Yeah. They, they would be a candidate. I I love the idea. You know, I mentioned my soccer team, St. Louis City. Can't get any more ground floor than that, mm. being an expansion team and being a fan from their beginning, from their birth in Major League Soccer. And I think of the West Tigers is the same thing. You're getting in on the ground floor. There is no lower you can go from the wooden spoon. Right? Okay. You can't. So, you know, you get it on the ground floor when the bandwagon's kind of empty, and then they start the build up. Mm. And you take that ride along with them, and you got the first class seat while the rest of the bandwagon's filling up in the back. You've been there for a while. You got your seat. You're not fighting for one. Okay. So they would definitely be a candidate. Plus, at the same time, I'm also a bit masochistic. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of pain. Okay. All right. Well, the forward. Tigers. So what I'll do, what we'll do here, Chris, is I'm going to write down any teams that you say are a candidate, and then we, when we get to, what, about 20 weeks' time, we will go back on it when right. people have already forgotten what you said, and we will get you to announce your team. So the Tigers are a maybe. They are a candidate. They, a they, candidate. Would, be, okay. they would be a semifinalist. Well, well, first time for a long time they've been a semi-finalist. Okay, thank you, Chris. So (laughs) the Tigers are in the draw for Chris and his NRL team. We'll do another one next week. Only got a couple of minutes, Chris. So what do we got looking to look forward to in the NFL this weekend? Real quick, a couple of NFL, couple of NFL games to note. The week uh, week six starts tomorrow night. 
Uh, it's been a bad season for the Denver Broncos. It doesn't get any better for them. They have to play in Kansas City tomorrow night against Patrick Mahomes and company and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, good luck to the Broncos. They have Their defense has been awful this year. And how about Kansas City? We talked after week one that loss to Detroit at home as you know on, on banner night for the Chiefs. Mm. They've ripped off four in a row. So it makes me wonder – just how good the Detroit Lions are. They're at 4-1, and one, leading the NFC Central, uh, and really looking like a strong football team. Uh, a team I want to put on an upset alert just for the fun of it, mm. uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Everybody's been talking about the yes. Niners and how strong they are. I warned, I talked Monday about flavor of the week. Yeah, you did. This is kind of flavor of the week, mm. and we've seen how the flavors of the week have been handled the last three weeks or so. Uh, San Francisco just destroyed Dallas 42-10 Sunday night in front of God and everybody. Just whipped them. Um, they're going to Cleveland for an early kick, a 1 p.m. Eastern kick. That's 10 a.m. out on the West Coast. And what their body clocks are going to be feeling, maybe, just maybe, they're not on their A game and Cleveland pulls the upset. Mm. Likelihood of that, not too high because the 49ers are really, really damn good. All right, yeah, although you, as you did say, you were talking about the flavour of the week, so we will see what happens. So we'll uh, discuss the college football on Monday. We'll wrap it all up, just running a bit short on time. But just that revelation that the Tigers have started our hunt for uh, Chris's NRL team for 2024 and beyond, and the Tigers are a candidate. Um, next week, uh, just to let you know, so the Tigers finished last Uh, Next week, uh, we will go from the 17th place team in the Tigers to the 16th place team in the Dragons, the St. Georgie Lawara Dragons. So uh, next Thursday, we will do that and we'll get some pros and cons and reasons or reasons not to be a Dragons fan. But the Tigers are in the running to be Chris's team in 2024. Mate, great stuff. I don't know where we find you today, but have a wonderful day and we'll chat again on Monday morning. Sounds good. Quick mention, big college football game this weekend yep. in Seattle. Number seven, Washington, hosting number eight, Oregon. Uh, that's, that's a big top ten game in the Pac-12 conference. So that's a must-watch Perfect. Tha- Perfect. Tha- Saturday. Perfect. Thanks, mate. We'll chat next week. Sounds good. Have a good day. Chris Perkins, you two, on the line from America. So Tigers fan, actually, what do you all make of that, that he has – Pick the Tigers as a potential team uh, for 2024 and beyond. Uh, 0457736736 or 1300-011170. We'll take a break. Come back and wrap things up. It's 10 to 6 in New South Wales, 10 to 5 in Queensland. Six to six, six to five in Queensland. Don't forget Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12 and you're in with a chance. Tease and C's apply. Interesting uh, what Chris was saying about the Super Bowl there as well and whether it'd be worth the money for the NRL to spend to advertise their two games in Vegas, which is what, about three weeks after the Super Bowl. One to watch. Anyway, Indonesia is in talks with Australia for a possible joint 2034 World Cup bid. Its football chief has said... Uh, despite the Asian Confederation declaring its support for Saudi Arabia's candidacy, 
Uh, global football body FIFA has invited bids from the Asia and Oceania regions for the rotating World Cup hosting rights after naming Morocco, Spain and Portugal as joint hosts for 2030. Um, FIFA's d- bid deadline of October 31 has accelerated talks. So Indonesia in talks with Australia for a possible joint 2034 World Cup bid. We might talk to John Gallo about that tomorrow. Of course, Australia in the soccer up against England at Wembley early hours of Saturday morning. So that will be very exciting. We'll chat to John Gallo about that tomorrow. Plus, Paul Dennett will join me to review Australia's match against South Africa in the cricket. Thank you for your company today. Volsi and Brandy coming up for breakfast. Your Queensland listeners will get the first hour of Volsi and Brandy. Then Patton Hills coming up after 6am local time. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great Thursday.